Welcome back to What Difference Does It Make? This is part two in our two-part look back at the day that was August 1st, 1981, when MTV debuted. Last week, we played the first 15 songs. Right now, we're going to discuss the songs that were played on MTV. These were songs 16 through 25. So thank you for tuning in to What Difference Does It Make? So let's get started. Another rockin' 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 band maybe one of the hardest rockin' bands on this yeah. top 25 MTV Iron Maiden Iron Maiden by Iron Maiden can you name any other band I'm, I know I'm putting you on the spot I love doing this it's a band where they they sing it's the name of the it's the name of the song and name of the name of the band oh yes but no no yes tell me there's one good. particular one I'm thinking of and I know it's gotta be a I don't know well Anything Bad Company by Bad Company? Bad Company? Okay, that's not the one I was thinking of. All but right. Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath? Mm-mm. No? How about uh, uh, Wilco did? Wilco by Wilco the Song by Wilco the Band? <laughs> no? Nope. <laughs> no? I think uh, I also had, I also wrote down Bad Religion did one and Bill and Sebastian also. Oh! Bill and Sebastian have a song called Bill and Sebastian? Yes. <laughs> Look it up. It's good okay. stuff. Yeah, what a segue that must have been from Iron Maiden to Keep on Loving You by <laughs> REO Speedwagon. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite REO song, but it did make it to number one, so enough people liked it. Great. That's all we can say about that. <laughs> yes. Enough people liked it. You should have seen by the look in my eyes, baby. There was something missing. Should have known by the tone of my voice, maybe, but you didn't listen. You played dead, but you never played. Instead, you laid still in the grass, or coiled up in the sand. Iron Maiden, to keep on loving you doesn't make sense. So it was probably. They probably went to a commercial. And then they went, Keep on Loving You, into Bluer Than Blue by Michael Johnson. Can you sing me? I, I, I'm i hearing it in my head. Can you hear, sing me a few bars I, of this one? I can hear it in your head. I don't, <laughs> no. I don't. I'm not even going to try this one. So what do you know about this song? Um, it was n- a number one adult contemporary song. Um, and it made it up to number 12 on the pop charts. And it made me sadder than sad to hear this song. Really? It really affected you? It didn't affect me. It was just like, oh, I don't need to hear this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's funny that that was something that this rock channel played. I, that's how desperate they were is what I'm thinking. Like, they're, I, I'm sure they were just testing it all out. Yeah. Like, all right, well, maybe this will work. Yeah. I would still pass. <laughs> After you go, I can catch up on my reading. After you go, I have a lot more time for sleeping. 
So I love the pretender so much. And this was the G here's what they, it was just a performance video, mm -hmm. but the brilliance of it, they just kind of were in a studio and they were circled. They were, they were in the circle all facing each other, just playing music for the joy of playing music. And it captured that this moment between these four people. Um, and the song is, a, is great. And just watching them smile and play and just loving it. I was, I it was it was easily my favorite. It was a message of love. It was literally a message of love. And knowing that these guys were not going to be around, uh, you know, for another year, uh, it makes it all the more poignant and just, uh, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, yeah, even, even without that, just watching these guys who mm. clearly love playing. They are a cohesive unit for sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I just love that. Just watch it. I and mean, they all look so cool. And knowing that this is a great song, we are awesome. You know, and just Selly, like, uh, yeah. I, I'm all in. She is. She is just the coolest. Yeah, still is. Yeah. Now, the reason we're here as man and woman is to love each other, take care of each other. When love walks in the room Everybody stand up Oh, it's good, good, good Like Brigitte Bardot um, Okay, so then uh, then we go into... Um, <laughs> did you... You did not watch I did watch this one. Oh, you did? Why I chose this one to watch? Nice. Good job. Uh, Mr. Briefcase by Lee Rittenauer. Tell me about this song, please. Okay. Don't ask me the concept of the video or the, even the song. I'm not really... I couldn't get from... It's kind of like Yacht Rock. In yeah. The, in my mind. But Lee Rittenauer, again, you appreciate him as a... As a um, what would you call him? Like an easy... Not easy jazz. Jazz, yes. Yeah. It, Almost smooth jazz. Yeah, smooth but, jazz. But a... Um, very uh, versatile guitarist, uh, tremendously talented. Totally respected. I respect him in his field. I'm not sure he should have been making you know videos. I'm not sure in the song. This was another one where I'm sure the director said, "Hey, here's here's the idea we got. Let's uh, let's you know, into it." And he's like, "All right, whatever. Let's do it." Some effects. Like he's like, "All right, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it." And yeah. So it was. I mean, Lee Rittenauer does. He's not a singer. It was someone else singing. Yeah, he's playing. He's he's. He's not the singer in this uh, in the song. It's someone else singing who I don't know, but it, but he's the guitar. It's kind of like a Santana situation. But you see him, yeah. Oh yeah, you do yeah, see him. Yeah, that's he is playing. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, but he's not saying he's playing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's like on a boardroom. It's like a um, it's like uh, you know, don't give in to the man. Yeah. You know, type of <laughs> don't sell out. It's kind of that. Okay. You know, early message that of course you know, you know we could. 
people can relate to later. You know, that, okay. there was always that thing about selling out. So I think that's what this video is about. Okay, thank you for don't, explaining it to me. Don't fall in line with Mr. Briefcase because he's not going to lead to anything. Oh, okay. I didn't watch it that closely. I got it. Okay. <laughs> you're right. Oh, you got to get these meetings. I, well, apparently it was three in the morning when you're watching this. I did. It's it's been a it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. Yes, it's been a crazy week. So I apologize no, to you, good. Dave. So please edit this. Okay, now, but now we're getting to the meaty stuff. Meaty stuff, which is, okay, so this is song, this 21st song that MTV plays is Double Life by The Cars. It was just another um, studio concert video playing, mm-hmm. playing the song from uh, Candy O, which mm-hmm. was their second album. So this song was probably a couple years old when they played it. I think The Cars are probably one of the most underappreciated bands out there. Agreed. Did this song chart? Uh, no, it was a single, but I don't think it charted. Yeah. He he also – interesting uh, look for videos. I thought he was a good uh, – He definitely had a look. MTV fit. Yes. He yeah. definitely had a unique look that, that I think benefited the band a lot. Yeah. Um, they wrote great radio songs. Yes. I'm sure they won one of, one of the MTV Video Vanguard Awards sometime because they yeah. made – their videos were just insane and, and just super memorable and I don't – I don't know if that was Rico Kasich's um, kind of uh, vision or what, you know, the hand that he had in it. But, uh, yeah, they made some some really great videos. Um, and this this first one is just them in the studio playing. And, of course, it's, you know, this possibly is one of the first looks at the cars. Like, you know, if you had never seen them in concert. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, these guys look, it looks like New Wave. It's, or, you know, just like, oh, this is this is a different look. They're not exactly rock. There's, this is not Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is something new and exciting. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's it's as we're you know perusing these songs, you like to watch them perform, but you don't love the music, and some you like the music, but they shouldn't necessarily be performing. But I think the Cars had everything. They were one of the bands that they were just the whole package. Okay, and then uh, <laughs> classic song uh, in the year tonight by Phil Collins. Um, so, tell me thoughts on Phil. No, I just so much has been said about this song. You want to talk about the video? 
sure. video for the song. I just said this. This. Um, <laughs> do you know what the song is really about? What it really, really is about. Right. Well, I mean, before the internet, that was the the rumor was that mm-hmm. Bill saw a guy. You mm-hmm. know, it's like the first line. He saw someone uh, drowning, and someone didn't help them, or they were. I don't know what the what the idea was. And Bill's revenge was to write this song. Yeah, and all this, all the right. the people so, in that. Yeah. So that was the uh, that was the scuttlebutt that, that you heard that was passed around throughout high school. Yeah. That's, that's that's what this is about. Yeah, and you really believe that for a while. People believe that, well, but it really. Why else? This came from my my good friend. Why else? <laughs> it's got to be true. No. So it's, what's the story about? It just it has to do with the bitterness and frustration over the end of his first marriage, and uh, that's it. And if you listen to the song, if you I guess if you listen to the lyrics, it's not specific. Which makes it any, every great song. Yeah. I mean, where it can apply in different situations. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, but no, but it is, and I, I actually, I, well, I guess like everybody did, bought into that, and you know, really wanted to believe that the guy was sitting in the front row and he spotlighted him, and the, you know, the, the, the guy that he saw. And is that the story? Is that what you've heard? Like that? There, there were so many. I actually looked at Snopes after, and it, and to see all the different versions oh, of of the story, um, what was being passed around, and one of them was is they spotlighted the guy who we saw kill somebody yeah. or drown or not rescue. I guess not rescue somebody, uh, was sitting in the front row and he put a spotlight on him and said, you know, I, I saw what you did, you know, but none of this. Genius. Is true. Yeah. I can feel it coming in the air Twenty-three. You get. So you seem excited about this one. No, I think Robert Palmer. This this song that number twenty-three is looking for clues. Um, Robert Palmer is a is a fun performer. You know, he's fun too. He's like a, a quintessential eighties yeah. MTV performer, and I like him. And this, I thought this video was cute. You know, it was him. He looked younger. You didn't. It was too cheesy for you. Well, it was funny. It's, you know, he's first he's dancing on a block of looking for clues, mm-hmm. and then he's talking about the telephone, and there's the telephone in the background, and then there, you know, what what else? He's talking about money, and then there's money in the background. It's yes. like there's there's no, you know, it's like no right, mystery what, to it, right? What are we talking about? All right, just just put it in the background, and, and you dance around, and so he again, he's doing the running, running, dancing type moves. Like, I mean, it's 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 just a, a silly song. It's good. It's fun. Yes, and. It is, I guess, the first uh, song with a xylophone solo. Sure. No. No. Moonlight feels right. By. Uh, by uh, okay. I don't, I don't know why that song came. So the first new wave song with the xylophone I don't solo. Know. Yeah, it was a new wave. Song. I mean, he was doing like new, it was funny. And you know who played drums on this song? Oh, please do tell. Chris Franz from the Talking Heads. How about that? How about that? That's nice. Yeah. And you remember which band Robert Palmer joined in 1985? Uh, Power Station. Very good. <laughs> Check it. Bang a gong. Remake. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, but I'm frightened by the sound of a telephone. Oh, yeah. I worry that the caller might have moved. Oh, my. Who knows which days where enough money goes. 
All right. So then uh, number 24, do you remember this band? I didn't remember the band, and I didn't remember the song, and I was shocked to learn that they had four songs in rotation at MTV in 1981. Yeah. Too Late by the Shoes. Yep. No, I don't ne- think never- it's The Shoes. I think it's Shoes. All right. I, I always <laughs> called it The Shoes. But yeah, it was a power pop type band. Whenever people talk about power pop, one of those, there are always a band that, that comes up. They, that was a band that they they wrote catchy songs, a la tr- Cheap Trick, but um, didn't really catch on with a mainstream audience. But they have a uh, fervent following still, I think. Wow, I must have missed the boat on that one. Yeah, they're, yeah, like Cheap Trick, they're from Illinois, and you know, wrote catchy yeah. pop songs that uh, weren't apparently catchy enough for <laughs> for the mainstream audience. Every time I see you, I wish I. us to our final song that we're going to talk about today, number 25 that they played. This is Stevie Nicks and sorry, Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty. Stop dragging my heart around. Very good. Do you remember, was that from a Tom Petty or a Stevie Nicks album? That was from <laughs> that was from You're looking at me like I'm going to divulge the <laughs> I can tell I'm Alice he wrote Trebek. it. He I wrote do... it for Stevie Nicks and then he sang he... on it with her. I don't know if he wrote it for Stevie Nicks. I think he wrote it for himself. He wrote it for himself. Okay. So they met when he was recording Damn the Torpedoes. Correct. I don't know if it was a happen, you know, just happenstance. Okay. Um, and she asked him to write a song for her. Okay. That, that she could record. Not dedicated to her, but a song that she yeah. could record. And I guess he gave her another song that she didn't want or she didn't think was her. He, she asked him, yeah, she asked him a couple of times. And he wrote, oh, he wrote her a ballad. It was called Insider. She said she thought he should record it. Okay. So I guess he did. He put it on his Hard Promises album. And then uh, <laughs> they wrote Stop Dragging My Heart Around with, you know, Mike, he wrote it with Mike Campbell and sent it to Stevie Nicks' producer. And uh, she loved it. And she, I guess she asked him to sing on it with her. And he did. I did not watch this video. Oh, it's brilliant. Still brilliant. I remember um, the video. Much like I, the, re- the same reason I love Message of Love, uh, it's just the band them. in the studio, and they're just playing, and they're kind of interacting with each other, uh, and it's great. It's just, you know, Stevie's being Stevie just sells it completely. That's I mean, what there's I one point where she's singing, and then as the camera pans, she looks directly at the camera, and it's just like this magical moment, mm-hmm. especially if you love Stevie Nicks. But she's just, you know, it's like she's singing to you. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, that's a really great video. It's just, And that's just the band playing. And you could see that there's a connection. I think Stevie wanted to join the Heartbreakers. I think at one point she left Leawood Mac and like, I, let me join the Heartbreakers. I want to be a part of that. Is that true? It's Yeah, what? it's definitely true. I've, I've heard interviews where she's, she said that. And it, I guess just for some reason it just never uh, happened. Um, but uh, but yeah, they were uh, 
I, I could see why that would have been that could have been great. Or you know, just judging from this this yeah. one video, just see that they they really worked well together. Yeah, and, and the songs, their voices went went great together also. Yeah. So this was this was also a big hit. This was a hit number eight, number three. Um, it's from from Stevie's Belladonna debut album, um, and uh, it's still great. Of these, of all these songs, this one might be the fav- my favorite on this uh, this top twenty five. Yeah, you know what? I think I might agree with you. Twenty-five songs from from nineteen eighty-one. It was August first, nineteen eighty-one, and uh, we went through them all. Yeah, I think uh, MTV also deserves a revisit sometime for later in the eighties. Oh, we'll definitely do that. Yeah. I was looking. I was just out of curiosity. I wanted to see what MTV was playing today. What's on MTV now? And it's it was. Uh, Is there any music? Uh, there was. There was. It was Teen Mom too. It was uh, the show Catfish, like like a marathon of Teen Mom Two and Catfish, and then uh, but there still is they still have Total Request Live, so they still have that show going. Is that their only music oriented? Uh, my uh, j- judging from what I saw, that was that was pretty much it. Do they still have Real World? The first? Uh... I'm sure they do. I have no idea. I mean, there was a time where I was the first few Real Worlds. I was really into that. I was up. I was into MTV up to. Yeah, the early '90s. Like they want, and obviously they they, as I got older, they wanted to stay younger. So it made sense that they would have things that I would not be interested in at all. And um, they they pivoted, they pivot they pivoted quickly. I think they learned from uh, from the '80s when they didn't pivot as quickly as they could to to playing new exciting music. Um, How do you and, call yourself music television if you're only airing? It, it doesn't stand for music. Te- it just stands for MTV. It stand. It stood for music television. It did, back then. but now it did. But now it's just MTV. That's yeah. just the name of the channel. Good, good, good branding, I guess. Yes, but I'll exactly. still, you know, I'm a, I'm a purist. Well, of course, <laughs> we all. But they can't, they can't play uh, music videos anymore. Or you know, it's, it wouldn't yeah. work. It was just a music, you know, yeah. playing songs. That's that's what YouTube is for now. It's what the internet is for. No, you're right. They so, had to. They had to evolve. I get it. But I think they. I, well. I, they lost me. I moved over right. to VH1. Which they were, were still spo- playing playing videos. Right, which you were supposed to do. Yeah. You did exactly. They, they <laughs> gently scurried you over to VH1. Here. With the old people. Here, old people. Here, here's something. Old people who still like music. Yeah, exactly. So you enjoyed it. This concludes another episode of the What Difference Does It Make podcast. If you want to learn more about us, please visit us at our website, wddimpodcast.com where you can find all our links to social media and sign up for our newsletter and all that fun stuff. Thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in. To the What Difference Does It Make podcast. And until next week, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out.